Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Super Connection. My name is TJ, and I'm the host of this wonderful podcast, a place where we welcome deep connections, explore your favorite topics, and so much more. All right, so just to be a little transparent with y'all, I've just been overall just really tired recently. Um, so for this episode, I recorded a conversation me and my friend had a few weeks ago, and just even with, you know, obviously editing the episode, kind of just processing through a lot of uh, the topic, which I'll get into. Um, there's just been a lot going on right now. And it's not that, you know, now with uh, a lot of the racist things that have been committed or just acts of injustice that have been committed that have made me feel this way. I think that it's one, a constant reminder, but on top of everything else that's going on in life, because I mean, first of all, like life is hard. Life is hard, hard on its own. Uh, and with life being so hard on top of that, we have to deal with the different levels of things just going on. So we know 2020 has been a crazy start, obviously, even with uh, stuff around, um, you know, whether it be presidential races from a few years ago or uh, just things going on within, you know, this country. I think in the last uh, couple years, obviously, I, you know, I went through graduate school and now having uh, some just some experiences, which I'll talk about in another episode. But uh, a lot of things just got me tired, um, you know, just overall, you know, having to justify certain things or, you know, just not being able to um, fully be me in a lot of uh, spaces. Um, yeah, I think that I have been able to find comfort in my friends and things like that. And, you know, just to, you know, obviously it's it, it's just a lot. I think that um, with what with the other stuff that's going on now, you know, with the murders, people not being charged uh, for those murders. Uh, like I said, we're still um, waiting on, you know, a few cases, specifically Breonna Taylor. Um, but there's been multiple cases, obviously. These are just things that, you know, get reported. And it's just, um, it's a lot to uh, kind of go through. And I'll get more into this. So, you know, kind of going off of that, the topic for today, like I said, me and my friend Kyle, we had a conversation on um, just different black issues, things going on now, and how I'm feeling about all of this. And I'll get more into it. But uh, I just want to say too that, you know, it's, it's crazy to even try to really talk about it when you know that this is going to be a reality for uh, for you, your future family and things like that. Like, I mean, you know, there's, there's fears for, you know, you know, me maybe not even coming home, you know, one day. And that's just something that I have to, you know, uh, live with, you know, and even, you know, with my job and things like that, I remember when we, me having to drive for, you know, a certain distance, you know, a long distance, especially with everything going on. Uh, I think, for specifically on my routes, uh, there's more cops out. And this may be because of, you know, whatever reasons, maybe they're trying to, uh, because of the stipulation, things like that, like uh, being lifted, uh, there's more people out. And now, you know, there's more, you know, revenue that, you know, cops can get 
through there but like I said I'm not gonna uh, try to guess on that but anyways like even with that the pressure of you know having come into work on top of uh, things around COVID and then on top of this being another layer it's just been it's just it's just been tiring um, the fact that around things with my black experience I know that for my kids like knowing that that's becoming more of a reality uh, is really scary where um, they could be taken away from me or I could be taken away from them uh, all because the fact that there is this system at place in place that regardless of what people think you know whether it be there's a few bad apples or not um, you know I like I already know my stance is on this but even if there were a few bad apples those bad apples could take my life take could take my kids life could take uh, my family's life and that becoming more of a reality is really scary um, and yeah so I, I just like I said I think it's hard um, so just trying to focus on my mental health recently as much as I can especially with a lot of the recent things going on uh, before uh, before all this too so I think that that's a little bit of my priority um, just trying to do that as much as I can but um, also try to reach out to the people that I'm connected with um, has been really good but uh, I know I'm rambling on this but it's it's just something I want to state up front in the episode um, I want to thank you for listening to it this for as far as you did but yeah that with this topic it just um, it was really big and so I had to split it up into a part one part two so please come and check it out for the next episode for part two but right now I'm going to get into part one like I said me and my friend Kyle just talking about some of the experiences I've had um, and then just uh, some areas of support um, that are needed and some of those next steps and things like that so um, yeah uh, without further ado let's let's get into it and thank you for joining the conversation. good um thanks for having me on i i really wanted to kind of have this discussion we kind of talked about it a little bit before um but i wanted to have this discussion because um a i wanted to like educate myself more being a white male and not having um encountered some of the same uh difficulties that you might have i may be unaware of what's going on um in the african-american community um and uh, I want to become more aware, I want to become more educated and um, see what I can do to, to help um, support you and you know, other friends that are going through the same thing. Yeah, no, I mean, I think those are all really like fair points too. And like I said, I'm not gonna like, you know, when people say, you know, the uh, talk about the black experience, like um, it's, it's, it's a, it, you know, obviously there's like, you know, common things that are felt throughout, but, uh, you know, my uh, experience doesn't speak for um, everyone's experience and things like that. So I, I, I'm, I, I'm, you know, curious to know what the questions are. Like, I'm just want to, uh, yeah, just kind of like talk about it. So yeah, I'm open to anything that, you know, you want to ask or anything like that. So yeah. Um, I guess my first question is really like when you were younger, when is the first time you like recognized racism or discrimination in your life um, not necessarily that it happened to you but like what's the first time like you realized that it was a thing or you were confused by the way that either you were treated or a loved one was treated or a friend was treated uh, because of their race that i guess i have to think about what was the i guess like the first 
because I, I mean, I know there's like multiple things that have happened. I think one of the first would probably be, I, I guess I'll talk about like something that happened within like some of the times in elementary school. And like, when I think about like some of the, you know, experiences that happened, not everything that is a, um, a ra racist or, you know, that kind of experience necessarily looks, you know, bad um, in that sense. When I, when I think about, you know, that I think about, okay, um, in what way was either, you know, me or someone else like affected in some kind of way. And, um, okay. One of the, I, I, two, two like really good experiences, I guess, come to mind. One was, uh, sports, you know, that kind of thing. So I remember when, you know, whenever, you know, just, just whenever we're going out, you know, decide to play basketball and things like that, who are you going to pick up the black kid? Um, cause obviously you're good at basketball. Yeah. I, I love basketball obviously, but that's, when I think about, you know, like what kind of contributes to the system, it's like, okay, cool. This is your realm. You know, other things aren't necessarily your realm, but this is your realm. Um, I, I think about that. Um, so, I mean, um, and I kind of just, you know, I just go with it. We're just kids, but um, that's something that I, I recognize, you know, you recognize, you recognize that like, you know, something is, I guess, different, but I mean, I guess, I guess like a similar experience would be like when I was younger, I remember, at some point in like elementary school so we used to when before i hit puberty <laughs> like i used to have a really good singing voice mm -hmm. um so like i was i was a you know chorus or is a chorus or choir or whatever i don't know wherever either, the either thing in, the like thing in like where like the kids that like sing together or whatever you sing like as a group um and stuff and i remember whenever we would have like plays or like um little like things together or whatever um you kind of get cast as the uh, the black person. So I played like James Brown, I played uh, Michael Jackson um, and things. And it wasn't like, I mean, to me as a kid, I'm like, wow, I like, I, I, cool, I love, I get to play that role. These are like icons and great. But um, I think it's those experiences where you get like kind of othered. It's like, okay, cool. You have to be in this specific, you know, realm. You don't get to ex exist outside of it because, you know, if I, I think about stuff from school if it's if it's another topic they're not going to say oh pick tj you know if it's about um you know different music styles or if it's about um another uh, activity like you know playing i don't know like floor hockey or like um soccer or something like that like they you know you're you're gonna go to that that wasn't like where i was othered it was you're in this box and so with that and so it, it was you know as a kid you just kind of play around with it but that's kind of where I like remember that there's like a difference and like you kind of get like it was some kind of effect I recognized it so mm -hmm. yeah um was there ever like a time where your parents um like had a conversation with you about race I mean yeah I mean they I mean we, we talk about you know things going on I I think that there's talks about so there's serious talks and there's like I guess joking talks but like you joke about things but at the same time you're a little serious about it like mm -hmm. so um i don't know for example like me and my you know my uh some of the like say on the serious talk stuff i remember there was a distinct time where my dad got pulled over for i think it was the, the cop that said that it was for uh not stopping absolutely completely at a stop sign now i'm in the car with him you know and he did stop. Um, now this was in a, I guess like, I guess what the cop would have said, like a rougher Potter, rougher Potter town. So, um, but you know, they uh, pulled us over and we got, you know, he got lit up with a warning um, and stuff. And 
but you know, basically after that conversation, you know, based on the where we were, what the cop was kind of looking for, just the whole situation, um, the fact that like this was also like when no cars were around, this wasn't like a like we cause anything. It was it was that kind of experience. It's late at night. My dad had this conversation with me where um, talked about how you know that that wasn't what the cop was you know looking for. He, it wasn't because of the the stop sign of course that's a reason to pull over but to do as much investigation as they did in the vehicle like um, with the vehicle around the vehicle it was for something else and like wondering you know why that um, why is the case we had that kind of conversation then so that's one of the more serious talks but like you know you kind of joke about stuff where it's like oh like um i don't know like you just kind of joke about maybe something that may happen at school like and stuff uh stuff but knowing that it's kind of you know at the same time it's a little serious but at the same time you kind of have to throw some kind of you know joy in there but that's just kind of what we did in my family so mm-hmm. yeah um so you were in high school in jacksonville right i was yeah mm-hmm. so is that more of like a kind of like a for lack of a better words like rednecky area or is oh yeah that, uh-huh so sure. how was how was going through high school for you and is there anything that you struggled with and felt like you were being put in that box again um, in high school. I mean, yeah. I mean, at the, with with high school, I would say I was I felt othered for many different reasons. So you know, it wasn't just because of like you know my race. Like I was othered because of the fact that I lived in I lived completely di- like away from everybody. So I didn't really get to hang out with that many people. I was othered because I uh, kept to myself for cert- for certain reasons um, because I. Uh, I didn't fit like when I did ath- athletic stuff. I I I was um, I was othered because I wasn't like I guess like your traditional like douchebaggy athlete. I guess mm-hmm. like I was othered for many reasons there. I think when it came to like I guess like school stuff. So so it's weird because I live on one side of town. I or I lived on one side of town growing up, um, and it wasn't like I lived in a, like a like a uh, like a bad area either. But like you know it's. I think some some people from my school considered it a bad area, which I didn't get because like I like I, I know what a you know maybe a rundown area looks like, but it what that wasn't the case. But it was less I guess um, prestigious as where they lived, which was like you know I considered like mansions. Anything that was like two stories is like a mansion to me. But like um, like it just I guess that part those things like you know make you feel you know a little other you know maybe for example like. Uh, I think that there was different experiences where I was like, okay, I I know that there's like something that is, you know, I, I'm obviously the different one here. Um, you know, race was something that played into that, um, especially the fact that like the, the, the side of town where I went to school, for example, like I, I remember one of the teachers I was close with, I asked her like how many black people go to the school? And it was, we have we had 2000 students that attend high school, like in general. Uh, less than 50 i remember i think it was 38 at the time 38 people were there and like i was like that's insane like you're lucky to have another you know person that like shares your skin color um if you're black in the same like class as you so you know i yeah so that part is a little bit you know of the other piece but i don't know that's that's kind of what i would say with like high school and stuff but yeah yeah what was is is there ever been a moment where there was a there was a friend who did something overtly that you were offended by that was 
related to race. A friend or just someone close to me? Basically? Someone close to you, yeah. I think there's, I would say like with that, it kind of comes down to some of the stuff that I've seen like implied with some of the people that have been in my life is when you're kind of labeled as, I guess, the cool black person, like, you know, now they have a black friend. I think that's the part that it gets to me because, um, and when I say like I, I learning about this, it's more so through, okay, like when do they, you know, hang out with you? What kind of, what do the conversations look like when they're talking to you? Like, do they really want to get to know you or is it more so, okay, now I have like a, a black friend. I, I, um, they feel comfortable to like, just do things that they shouldn't be doing. Like I, like, you know, people in my life that they feel, um, now they have a black friend and now they can say the N word. Mm -hmm. Like that's that kind of stuff that's happened before. I mean, I think that that happens probably to a lot, um, to a lot of black people. Like, I think that like, you know, you kind of get, you know, if you're kind of feeling like, oh, maybe you're like, you're the only one, especially if you go to a place that's predominantly white. You, not only do you feel like the other at that point, now you feel like you're kind of being, that's where it becomes like tokenized or you're being used, you know? Uh, and it's, it's not that like, um, you know, people don't want to get to know you because they may want to get to know you at the same time. But, but now, you know, it, it's when the conversation, when, when you start to notice, you know, um, notice that, you, you know, you're kind of only around because you're the, you're the black person, you know, um, and things like that, that part, those experiences hurt a lot more because yeah, it's, uh, I mean, for me, like, you know, I, I think everyone values like genuine relationships and, like knowing the system that we that we're in and so with that that just adds to it so yeah it's it's happened mm -hmm. yeah uh have did you ever feel tokenized um outside of friendships um within any of your other communities like in college maybe uh jobs or oh. uh, um clubs not not necessarily uh <laughs> not necessarily like your close circle or the yeah. people that you hung out with but like um, that next level of circle. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you, yeah, because there's, like, the, the your inner, you know, your inner circle, your friends, and then there's, like, the exo system or mm -hmm. whatever, I don't know, there's, like, that in your environment, but, yeah. Yeah, I would say, like, with, I've been, like, straight up told, like, that I've been hired because I was, um, because I was black and because I was a minority, um, and it's not, it doesn't come off, it's not like someone's gonna come up and be like, oh my gosh, like, now, um, I hired, you know, a black person, it's, it, the, the term, the lingo is usually, like, wow, we're so great to have a, you know, a, um, a candidate, like a diverse candidate, or now we have like, you know, you know, black student in this, or wow, you, you're such a, you know, like, um, like fill in the blank here. So that, that kind of thing, like, that's kind of like what the lingo usually looks like. So yeah, I brought, I've been brought in like to a job. I can think of like a few different, you know, places where I was brought into a role and yeah, I was, uh, the token and, you know, it like, uh, you kind of, you can't fight every battle, but like, you know, yeah, it, it happens or whatever, especially if, it, if you're a student, you just kind of like, for me and so that, like, especially with everything else going on, you just brush it off. It's not like it's that, like, it's a job. You, you get it. You enjoy the people that you're around. It's not something you think about too much because there's other stuff to think about. So that was probably one of my biggest fears. I remember in like grad school, like they asked like, what was like one of our fears of like, after we finished up. And I like told uh, one of my professors like that I was afraid of getting hired because I was black or be, you know, going to be like uh, tokenized. And they gave some really good like, um, I guess, tips on that because or at least somewhat that was applicable. Like, I mean, you can be hired to be a token, but like it doesn't make you 
you know, like you and the work that you're going to do with Token, like you can still have an impact. Like people will hire, you know, you um, because they themselves want to diversify their, you know, like uh, their staff or they want to bring in um, that or whatever and that. So it's happened or whatever, but um, it's been a fear of mine, but like I, I can't fight, like I said, I can't fight every battle. It's, it's when those battles become like, when it becomes like super overt, that's, and I, I told you about that, yeah. Like it's, yeah, that part's like the hardest, but yeah, it, it happens, so. Who are two, um, two like, uh, like black role models that you've had in your life? Oh, just, oh, just whoever, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, anybody. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, like my mentor, I have like Franklin in my life, like uh, he's one of my mentors. Um, shout out to Franklin whenever you hear this. Uh, my dad, uh, my mom. Um, mom! My sisters, uh, whether they know it or not, they are, you know, black teachers that I've had. The, the friends um, that I have too, like they serve in those roles. Jamal, uh, love you, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, I talked to Jamal today, actually. Did you really? I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I'll talk to Jamal today. When he hears this, he'll, yeah, so. True, cool. Um, and so, one of this podcast is called The Super Connections, um, and that's because of your avid love of um, superheroes and Marvel, um, that I'm sure that plays a role in the, in the name. Love it. So, you have gotten on me time and time again because I have not fully watched Black Panther yet. Yes, I have. Um, and so, you better. <laughs> and Come that, on. That is a huge, um, that was a huge movie yeah. um, for the African-American community and, yeah, and obviously yeah. brought so much like, just like allowed people to, to boldly show like their culture and like be proud of it. Like yeah. that's. That's what I've definitely seen from the Black Panther movie um, in regards to like societal changes yeah. that I've seen. So like how, what would, what did that movie mean to you and how did it change your perception? How did it change the way that you acted? Like what was the Black Panther movie to you? What was it to me? It was a lot of things. Um, I mean, the thing is though, like it's, it's my favorite Marvel movie, but like it's my number two in regards to just superhero movies in general. But anyways, like, Wait, what's the top superhero movie? Is, that it, would be, is it gonna be Spider-Verse or something? The cartoon Spider-Man or? Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite superhero movie. Before your bachelor now. party, you have to watch this, right? You have to watch yeah, both of these. you have to watch both of these. Oh, okay, I, mean, I have no problem with the Black Panther okay. one. I've wanted to see it, I've just seen clips, and it's like I feel like I've seen the whole movie now. Okay, well, But I should yeah. probably watch it all, yeah. You're I right. will like literally duct tape your eyes and like just force you into, anyways. I mean, it's it was an exciting movie. You get to like I don't think people understand. So like with for example, like the star like Star Wars is a world. Disney literally there's a there's a Star Wars world. All these different characters. Um, what people don't you know get and so that is like you know that one of the other than Lando from like the original series and things like that. It makes one do like there aren't any like notable black characters. Um, in Star there weren't any like really notable black characters and so that like just that were featured really for Star Wars until like they they brought in what was it Phil? No. Are you talking about Donald Glover? No, he wasn't no no oh no 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 um, what's um he was the main um, black character in the new in the new one. Oh oh uh Boyaga but Bo- Bo- yeah, yeah but what's his character? Oh dude I haven't even seen the Flynn. I yeah Sure. Finn. No, it's Finn. I've only seen one of the new Star Wars movies. Okay, now you're good. But yeah, I no. watched the. I did watch a bunch of like 
summaries of the last Star Wars movie, so I know what happens. Okay. So, that's well, it. Well, either way, there's like, Star Wars has created a, a huge world. You have all this stuff at Disney, you have all this stuff going on. Like, people literally gravitate to it. Uh, Harry Potter, same deal. There's like, all these different worlds are like created. Like, there's never really been a hugely featured like world. I want a Wakanda like world at Disney, and I know they can do it because I've seen the I've seen the space. I know they're making another land. They need to do this. Like it needs to happen. But like that's the thing. Like it it created like a different world. It's not like I became. It's it's not like now I'm black and I'm proud. Like mm-hmm. I'm always black and I'm proud. But like now like there's a like there's this whole like you know exciting world out there. I like the same. You know imagine like you know feeling like that. There's no Star Wars. There's no Toy Story. There's no like lord of the rings there's none of these worlds and for the first time harry potter comes out we all know how people got excited about like just the harry potter like uh movies when they first came out the books were already a thing but we all you know we all know that like when the movies came out it was already hype when there's already like many different worlds out there that like feature you know like uh, notable, notable white characters um mm-hmm. and things like that but like uh, like there was already so much hype around that so when black Panther came out this was the first like literally like it, you just I don't know you can't like I, I watched that movie uh, seven eight times like fully maybe ten I don't know I watched it many 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 times like I can watch it back and back I've seen it I can cry and do all the same emotions you need to see it I know <laughs> like I I will like that will <laughs> I don't know if I should say it on the podcast but like that's one of the few movies that I will like pay for <laughs> yeah I, I um, so. Okay. Okay, yeah, I know. I gotta commit to watching the full thing. I've seen so many clips, like Church did a... a they were, yeah, they did a movie series <laughs> on it, but they showed, like, the main parts. So you're like, you've seen the whole movie. I've seen the the por- important parts of the movie, well, and then it's well, like, yeah. I've seen the whole movie. And I hate committing to movies. Like, I hate committing to that amount of time to sit in front of the TV. It's not the, this but one's not that long, though. It's, it's like I know. Know, less than two hours, I want to say. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna do it. Okay. I'm gonna do it. Um, well, we got you on the train for that. Great, officially. Um, on yes. a more serious note, <coughs> have you ever been called the N word or been threatened? I yeah. I mean, I've been called the N word. Yeah, I've been threatened. I want to say like, it's. I mean, it, it happens like throughout and stuff. Like, I mean, I don't know if I want to like go into like detail, but yeah, like it, it's happened. Yeah, I've been called the N word. I've been um, threatened based on my skin. One of the biggest things that you know came out you know before and things like that i think i've told you about like dating um Mm -hmm. like how uh whenever i would date out of race and things like that there was i don't know if it was like a a thing of like a string of people from this one person since i dated this uh other person who was uh mixed so they're uh, essentially like summarize it like and stuff i think so it was their dad was black their mom was white their dad had not been in their lives for however long and so their mom didn't want me dating them because of their own you know racist views and so they made us break up and like each time i've dated someone out of race and things like that i've been viewed as that you know whether it be even if it's you know within uh uh you know other um communities of color and things like that being labeled as the dark one or you know whatever it is and stuff that's that that stuff has come to me and that's i mean that that stuff does hurt too so yeah like that that kind of stuff does happen yeah Uh, i mean um and amanda's hispanic yeah um so how important was it that her family was supportive of you and 
and that it was it was a completely different experience than than these other um, relationships like how was that was yeah I mean like we talked about this um, me and her but yeah I was like fearful of that being the case because I just had a string of that happening back to back to back to back so I thought like well this could happen again it's kind of like when people are like well I've experienced heartbreak back to back to back well I experience racism and relationships back to back to back. So like, I feared it was gonna happen. Um, but like, yeah, we talked about it. And the, the good thing too is like her, um, you know, both her parents um, and things like that are very like supportive. Like if uh, they are, you know, really good to, you know, at least like stand up for me as a voice and being like, hey, no, like he is a part of this family. So I think that's like, gives gives a little bit of a relief. It doesn't like take away from the fact that like, I'm still going to experience, you know, racism and I'm still going to experience these things, you know, uh, whenever and so with that. But I mean, it's it's something. So, yeah. 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 Um, I guess kind of going back to a question that um, we kind of passed over. Yeah. How has the killing of like George Floyd and Ahmaud Avery and um, Breonna, Taylor. Breonna Taylor, how has those how have those events affected you and like what, like how did you just, how did you digest those and how, like what are you feeling right now about these situations and what's going on kind of in, in the world right now? I, I think that I still haven't digested it. That's the thing. Like it's, it's not that these things happened and I was like all of a sudden like, oh, like, wow, this is like really terrible and this is very painful and, you know, murder happened in the streets. This is like a shock to me. Like. This thing happens every single year. We are very familiar with it. You know, it. You look back every single year. There's some kind of case where unarmed um, people of color, you know, unarmed like um, black men, you have, uh, you know, just uh, kids being, you know, killed in um, in the streets. You have by by, you know, whether it be uh, you know other um, racists or you know like uh, just uh, other police officers just. This happens every single year, so it's not like all of a sudden now, like I, I just feel this really huge like pain that I haven't felt before. It's a familiar pain. It's still a reminder, but with what's going on now, I haven't fully digested it. That's the thing. I've been very, I guess, uh, slow to feeling on it um, because it, on top of which I told you about stuff that's happened already with mental health wise, it throws another thing in there that a constant reminder that like. At any point, like literally at any point, my life could be on the line because we have a racist system in place that allows um, like black individuals, people of color to be looked at as as less than, as as not people, um, as like threats, as criminals. I told you about, you know, the experience at, um, at a place where uh, I, you know, being labeled as a, as a criminal um, and things like that when I was trying to do the right thing, like, it, like with with those cases, I just am just it it heightens you know my fear for for that specific time. But I I just don't know like what to you know what what to you know fully say or what to fully do. Like it's um, like I, I'm going on you know uh, I'm going on the walk on Friday you know mm-hmm. with that. But it's not like that's going to all of a sudden like it. There's healing from what's happening now, but. I don't know about the healing that's going to come from, you know, overall, like I told you, the experiences growing up, we're not going to solve racism in, you know, uh, 
within like you know a few actions or a few months and things like that like there's a like there is something in place where it allows for it to be to happen so like trying to fix you know trying to say that like you know there's a, a few bad apples within this you know like within this uh justice system is um is flawed because you saw the 13th you saw that like like the laws aren't just that's the thing so like to say that okay so within the system uh there's only a few you know bad apples well then you're dismissing the whole system that's in place like like profiting off of you know black culture um you know black people you know black styles all that kind of stuff um but still being you know fetishized and also then killed and then the cycle repeats and it keeps going and it goes and it goes and and nothing's getting tear- torn down like in regards to like the system in place nothing is getting torn down in regards to the, the racist system and that part i don't know how to i don't know how to mourn that like I, I can't because i don't know what to do i mean like i mean the only thing i can do right you know like at least for right now is you know i need to focus on my mental health um which i you know starting to you know try and do um my other areas in health too to um because not only is this lot life is hard in general already you know for um mostly everyone and on top of that now you have like you have a, another system that's at place and we haven't even gotten intersectionality for other for other folks so like it's it's like how like what do you do what do you like am i supposed to the hardest thing is like what am i supposed to mourn because of um these individuals and then and then what you know so um, of course, there's calls to action, calls to you know things within government, but then what? You know, uh, there's still the system's still in place. In place, I don't know. It's it's kind of like that. Add that question, like, and then what? You know, so I don't know um, what to think about it fully. Just that it's a really important. This is a very you know crucial time. Every time is crucial, but this is a very crucial time to really focus on the mental health that you know I have, especially with everything going on. Um, you know, focusing on just where I am and, you know, connecting with, uh, with my, with, uh, with, with, uh, with other folks. And, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the only thing I can think about and do. So, yeah. All right, y'all. So that wraps up part one of our conversation, but the conversation does not have to stop here you feel free to like and share us Um, and we definitely want to hear from you so go ahead and follow us on social media at super.connection on our instagram page uh, so you can keep up with all the topics we're going through and also just send us messages uh your thoughts your questions so we can engage with you too on this uh i'm really excited for where this is gonna go um and i'm excited for you to be a part of the conversation so Again, you can follow us at super.connection over on our Instagram page and we have more to come. So either way, I just want to let you all know I love y'all and I can't wait to talk to you again on the Super Connection. So have a great day.